listen to this man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Welcome everybody, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, with episode 501, and we're going to talk today about ivermectin and ozempic. What could possibly, how can they possibly be related? I do want to welcome everybody. I want to give a shout out and hope that Jade is feeling better and all the good employees at Shipley Living down there in Wilmington, Delaware. What a great job uh, they do there uh, with their patients. Ladies and gentlemen, it's really great to uh, be back here today, uh, all fired up. Uh, because uh, we're in a war. We're in a war uh, in our country with our religion and in medicine. So uh, I want to just try and keep giving you facts on how to stay healthy because you have to be the CEO of your own body and you continually have the right to ask questions and get answers before you have anything done to your body. And I keep repeating what Hippocrates wrote. He said, quote, he wrote, if you are not your own doctor, you are a fool, unquote. He was right back then when he said it, and he's right today. And today probably is even more true than ever before in our history. Today, I was with a friend this morning. He got a call from the hospital where his wife is being treated for a knee injury. And they asked him if he could please bring some ice so they could put it on her knee because they had no ice in the hospital. Wake up, everybody. It's time to be proactive with our own lives. And I'm going to start taking even more serious what Martin Luther King said. He said, our days, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. And there are a lot of things in this country that matter, but all the good people are being quiet about it. This has to end so that we can continue to be grateful human beings. And we do have to be grateful and give thanks to God on a daily basis. And we know that grateful people have more energy and optimism. They, are, they don't get bothered by life hassles as much. And, and gratefulness can give you some resilience to the stress we, we face on a daily basis. It can make you healthy positive mood. There's a, everything is, is positive about having an attitude of gratitude. So you, those of you who have listened to me for some time, you know that I, I've always said you have to add, have an attitude of gratitude and you have to have a superior interior. That means you have to keep your gut health superior because that's where your immune system starts. That's where the microbiome can get destroyed. And if you destroy the microbiome, you'll destroy your immunity. 
And we've talked over the years about leaky gut syndrome, leads to leaky brain syndrome, and uh, you know what I'm saying. So off-label drugs. Well, is it, this is a topic uh, of interest. It's debating, debating. It's debated in the world of medicine and healthcare. Let's talk a little bit today about the off-label use of ivermectin and the off-label use of Ozempic. Both these medications are in the forefront right now for me. A little bit. I have a little bit of personal interest in this. Ivermectin, you know, is a well-known Nobel Prize-winning medication for treating parasites. It gained notoriety early in the Chinese Wuhan virus epidemic due to its potential off-label use as a treatment for COVID-19 out of China. On the other hand, Ozempic is a medication approved for managing type 2 diabetes. It has sparked interest for its potential off-label applications in weight management and metabolic disorders. Let's start backwards. Let's start with Ozempic. Washington Post, September 27th. Reports clinicians wrote more than 9 million prescriptions for Ozempic and similar drugs in the final three months of 2022, according to an analysis of medications that have become highly sought after for their weight loss effects. The Trillion Health Report released that prior Wednesday showed that quarterly prescriptions have quadrupled nearly in early 2020 to the end of last year. Although Ozempic has regulatory approval to treat diabetes, the data indicate that many clinicians prescribed it off-label. The article points out that the figure for total prescriptions is based on insurance claims and is likely an undercount as many health plans don't cover weight loss drugs, leaving patients to pay for them out of pocket. Over a thousand bucks a month. Now, wait till you hear with this uh, CNN failing mainstream media network had to say. They reported Ozempic and similar drugs are still reaching only a portion of the population that could benefit from taking them. And the limited supply is disproportionately reaching white patients. It's a racist thing that clinicians are prescribing Ozempic. Over 70% of Ozempic prescriptions have gone to white people. And that share is holding steady. So not only is Ozempic being used off-label, that means not approved, it is racist. Now, in 2018, I told you this. This is what I'm going to read what I what I did on a podcast in 2018. Let me get to the part where uh, after the introduction. The latest blockbuster diabetic drug Ozempic is linked to thyroid cancer when tested on mice. 
According to the FDA in 2018, quote, it is not known whether this may occur in humans, unquote. And here's the kicker. The FDA did not know. Why? Because they didn't wait long enough to find out. A year, just one year, they gave the FDA gave it the green light to be injected. Did we really need a new diabetic drug back in 2018 that we couldn't wait to see if it was safe? And at that time, they were spending a lot of money taking the focus away from the thyroid threat. And even then, they were touting Ozempic helps you to lose more weight than its competitor. But buried, buried in the back was a confession that after taking Ozempic, thyroid tumors are possible. You could get a lump or swelling in your neck and experience hoarseness, trouble swallowing, or shortness of breath. If you do not call your doctor right away, because those, if, if you do have those symptoms, call your doctor right away because they are telltale signs of thyroid cancer. It's right there in the pharmaceutical giant's own warnings. Isn't that incredible? Back in 2018, they were they did not know whether this drug could cause thyroid cancer, yet approved it for its use when it really wasn't needed. But there's another drug that does the same thing. Jardians. That one was saddled with a bladder cancer warning and accusations of a cascade of other adverse events, including flesh-eating genital infections. Invokana, another one of this class of drugs, increases the risk of losing a limb. And the entire class can cause serious urinary tract infections, and even diabetic ketoacidosis whose complications can be fatal. Ozempic off-label, 9 million prescriptions in three months. And this drug should not, in my opinion, be the first-line treatment especially when you consider how bad many of the first-line treatments are. There are safe and effective ones. But with all the side effects, you think that would doom this, this, this drug. Instead, it's making billions of dollars and only available by injection when this was all taking place.
the FDA did approve a pill form of it, but that's not what they're talking about in that press release I read to you. So this drug now is a, is has a possible link to possible thyroid tumors. It's also been linked to pancreatitis, diabetic retinopathy, acute kidney injury, and more. I would say this kind of drug, patients should stay away from. And go to a naturopath and get something safer. A recent report of NBC News of all places highlighted a very inconvenient truth about these drugs. Simply put, ladies and gentlemen, many people gain the weight back once they stop taking them. So, wow, who would ever think that a drug company would want you to take a medication for life? Oh, my God. They gave you something that cured something and not just put a Band-Aid on it. They'd be out of business, right? So no, we're going to give you something that won't cure you. It'll control you and it'll be a, a boon for our, our wallet. The report from NBC discussed two drugs, Wagovi and Ozempic, designed to lower a person's appetite and aid with weight loss. The less calories you eat, the more weight you'll lose. Well, isn't that a new concept? But a study published in the Journal of the the American Medical Association concluded that that people who took these drugs regained two-thirds of the weight they had lost when they went off the drug. You hear what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? You would think getting off of the medication would be the right thing to do. But these type of drugs only work when you take them all of the time. They're chronic medications. That means you basically, you take them just like you take your blood pressure and diabetes medications. They only work if you take them and you are hooked on them. Is there not a better way to lose weight? Ozempic being used off-label, not approved for, for weight loss. And there's so much more. Well, 9 million prescriptions, 9 million prescriptions. And you'll gain the weight back once you lose it. All right, let's just talk a little bit about ivermectin. Ivermectin. Nobel Prize winning medication. Inexpensive, with a 92% cure rate for for, uh, 
the Wuhan Chinese virus called COVID. By the way, this this program will not be put on YouTube because WHO will definitely censor it and knock me off. That's a that's a no brainer. Ivermectin, which we talked about in the beginning of the so-called pandemic, between the use of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, there would have been no need for a vaccine. But guess what? Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are not, they're off patent. They only cost pennies, dollars, compared to thousands like Ozempe for off-label use. The Fauci group, the NIH group, they could not have made any money. That's why they demonize these drugs. Boy, it gets under my skin. Dr. Pierre Corey, K-O-R-Y, wrote a book. It's called The War on Ivermectin. The medicine that saved millions that could have ended the COVID pandemic. He details the history of ivermectin and how and why behind big pharma suppression of this drug and when it was found to work against this virus. He's been demonized for this. There are many, many articles, peer-reviewed study, peer-reviewed studies that show that ivermectin cuts COVID infection deaths by 75%. This was in 2021. This cheap, widely available drug dismissed. Physicians were not permitted to dispense it. Why? Because most physicians are employed by groups that are associated with hospitals. Hospitals cannot make money, did not make money on this drug. They made money, there was a scale, sliding scale. If you got admitted with this China virus, you got X number of dollars. If you got put in an intensive care unit, you got another bonus. If you got put on a ventilator, you got another bonus. If you died with a ventilator in an intensive care unit and, and got and receive remdesivir, which uh, it's been called run, death is near, there was another bonus. Ivermectin in more than 30 trials around the world cause, quote, repeated, consistent, large magnitude improvements in clinical outcomes at all stages of the disease, unquote. Off-label use was not permitted. It is not a patentable drug. It is very inexpensive drug. Dr. Paul Merrick and Dr. Peter McCullough have been threatened and, and I think they have lost their certification by the American Board of Internal Medicine. They were threatened with their loss of their license because they were recommending ivermectin, off-label use of a drug that was out of patent. Could have saved millions of lives. What is the history of Ozempic? 
It's an injection. And if you look at some of the ads, it talks about A1C reduction. You know, I'm not a statistician, but I would certainly like someone to go over these stats, these studies, where they use relative risk or absolute risk. Because there's, there is a big difference, and they don't always tell you. But in this one ad, it says here, Ozempic may help you lose some weight. I thought this was all off-label use, and, and you, you know, I don't know. I, I, I thought you could get penalized for advertising. Here's what they say. Ozempic is a medicine for adults with type 2 diabetes that, along with diet and exercise, may improve blood sugar. While not for weight loss, Ozempic may help you lose some weight. Adults with type 2 diabetes taking Ozempic lost up to 14 pounds. What's wrong with watching what you put in your mouth and exercising every day? What's wrong with advising your patient to get rid of junk food and ultra-processed food, checking their thyroid and adrenal glands, and have them lose weight, especially if they're diabetic? But they're advertising it right here. Now, let me go down here and see what about these safe. They have a section here on safety information. Ozempic may cause serious side effects, including possible thyroid tumors, including cancer. Do not use Ozempic if you or your family have multiple endocrine neoplasia syndrome type 2. Before using Ozempic, tell your healthcare provider if you have any other medical conditions, if you have any problems with your pancreas, if you have problems with your kidneys, if you have problems with diabetic retinopathy, if you are pregnant, if you are breastfeeding. Ozempic may cause serious side effects, including inflammation of your pancreas. That's pancreatitis, very painful. Changes in your vision. Low blood sugar, which is more dangerous to your brain. Your brain cannot live without sugar. Kidney failure, serious allergic reactions, and gallbladder problems. The most common side effects of Ozempic may include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach, abdominal pain, and constipation. Off-label use. You want to give, want to give it a try, ladies and gentlemen? Or would you rather have tried ivermectin to cure your flu-like COVID? And ivermectin was talented to be used off-label, but the powers to be demonized it and, and threatened doctors if they did use it. A Nobel Prize winning drug was not permitted to be used off-label, as is this Ozempic drug right now. And ivermectin has been touted as saving many, many people worldwide.
And, you know, and ivermectin today remains relatively unknown, right? Ivermectin is a broad-spectrum antiparasitic agent deployed to combat parasitic worms in veterinary and human medicine. Incredible drug. In New Delhi and other places where they use it, they had 90-some percent of people not getting any of the Chinese virus symptoms. So, ladies and gentlemen, if ever a time in your life you must take charge of your own health, you have to follow podcasts like mine, Go on Telegram, Dr. Ron, unfiltered. Follow what I post there. I mean, it's time we we cannot be silent anymore. The time for silence is over. We live in a toxic world where thousands and thousands of drugs are in our environment. And we have to make sure that the people that are putting there, putting them there, I don't know how to put this. We don't want to hurt their most sensitive organ, do we? Their wallet. That's what, you know, I always talk about the largest organ of our body is the skin, and we have to be careful. When you go to the gym, you see people smearing and slathering all, all these antimicrobial junk. You have no idea what kind of chemicals are in there that will be absorbed right through your sweaty skin. Oh, you may look good, but you're not doing anything good for your liver or your body or your gut. We have to keep control. It's the only way we're going to win this thing. So that's my rant without going too, down too many rabbit holes uh, about off-label use, how one drug that could have saved many, 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 many more people than it has and could have prevented a lot of people from getting the COVID clot shot or whatever you want to call it. Demonize where they're just letting Ozempic, which can cause cancers and other problems, just be sold to make millions and millions of dollars. So next week, let's talk about the Mediterranean diet and Alzheimer's disease. Let's talk about the toxins in our drinking water. And let's talk about doing daily chores. My mother always said if uh, everybody did their chores, they wouldn't have any need to go to a gym. And how can how daily chores can affect your health? And I, I still, you know, I was going to wait to talk to you, but I do have to recommend, recommend, remind you to try and use glycine every day. G l y c i n e, glycine is the antidote for Roundup, which is glyphosate. And it's a little bit sweet, so you should be able to take it. Teaspoon a day, put in your coffee. It's inexpensive, readily available. 
It will help with your glutathione, which is immunity. But we have to, we definitely have to revisit that because it's available, we can use it, and we can help our bodies. EWG.org is a great website for checking out your water company. And even uh, the bottled water is, is not the answer. I'm telling you that right now. Some of it only has a filter on tap water and they're selling it to you. All right, that has to be a whole show in itself. I'm just looking at some of the things. I mean, there's lead, there's chlorine, there's chloramines, there's mercury, arsenic, volatile organics, there's even pharmaceuticals. I mean, geez, and we're drinking this stuff. And not only we're we drinking it, we're drinking it out of plastic, with this, which is estrogenic. It's a phytoestrogen. And there's some new studies out, some really new studies, uh, talking about estrogens and autoimmune disease. Just think of that. We're exposed for, to estrogens from the time we're born, even before we're born in the womb. Too much estrogen in our in our in our in our diet, in our environment. You know what? Isn't this a, this must be a, something from the Holy Spirit? Because I just this just popped up here. Suicidal thoughts: the dark side of popular weight loss drugs, and they have a picture of Ozempic. Let me just read this while I was going to close the show, but let me just read this. We'll be reading it together. A recent Reuters analysis reveals that over half of the adverse events reports by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration describe suicidal thoughts arising soon after starting or ramping up dose of these injectable drugs. About 40% found relief after quitting the medications or taking a smaller dose. Novo Nordis Ozempic is approved to treat type 2 diabetes, while the company's Wagovi is approved for long-term weight management and obese or overweight adults. Manjaro, a medication of Eli, Eli Lilly, is approved for blood sugar control in adults who have diabetes. All three medications are part of a class of drug called glucagon-like peptide 1 receptor agonists and have been on regulators' radar since last summer, the European Medical Agency Committee initiated review of the risk of suicidal and self-harm thoughts linked to these popular brands, including Ozepic and Wagovi, both containing the active ingredient semaglutide. Back in the United States, the Adverse Events Reporting System has logged 6,253 serious adverse reports, including 163 deaths tied to Ozempic since 2018. All right, so not to go keep going over this and taking up your valuable time. So there's another reason. Here's an off-label use. I mean, if it was the only one drug we had to treat type 2 diabetes, you know, that's a horrible disease, right? 
with the cancers and now suicidal thoughts. Wow. How did I come up with this, this, this topic today? Okay, let me go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, you can find me on Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, Spotify, Rumble, Dr. Ron, Bitchute, Dr. Ron, if you want to hear, you know, on those platforms. I will not put this podcast on YouTube because they are now working with the WHO and they will definitely drop this one. So you'll not see it there. Okay. Have a great week. See you next week. Hey everybody. Got the rhymes finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week. When the doctor is in the house Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you Sure, he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week